0: this is it was a thing on tv spoiler
1: number one is dr lee france it stinks
2: what is going on (laughs) what is going on episode 53 submission 209 where's ronnie that'll makes sense in a few seconds uh where's rodney aired on nbc as a one-off june 11th 1990 where's rodney what a childhood i had my mother breastfed me through a straw where's rodney well, my old man took me to the zoo they thanked her for returning me where's rodney now, last week i looked up my family tree two dogs were using it that's a story of my life no respect
1: By the
2: guy who's been my inspiration If I could pin him down I'm ugly, you kid, Halloween, I open the front door, kids give me candy Where's Rodney? And I was an ugly kid, too, in the merry-go-round that made me ride under the horse Where's
0: Rodney? My wife is dumb, are you kidding? You want to know how dumb she is? It takes her an hour and a half to watch 60 Minutes Where's Rodney? We gotta talk about the theme song Yes, I will tell you right now, that theme song is a bop. It, it's a bop, but also, do you know what it reminds me of? And this is going to blow Greg's mind, and when, he, when you think about it, you're going to be like, you know what? You're sort of right. That's Where's Rodney. You know what it sounded like to me? does it? sound like, Greg, sit down, Greg. What is it? Who's Johnny? Oh, yes! Oh, my God! Yes!
1: <laughs> yes, I knew yes! you would Yes, I knew you'd agree. As someone who loves short circuit, yes. I knew you'd agree with that. Uh, but I gotta say this where where who's Johnny? It's no. Here's Johnny by Weird Al. <laughs>
0: no, no, that that happens later that night. <laughs> that happens after the nine o'clock movie. 1990. That was a heck of a time, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it seems like every every network every network was coming out with a lower middle class family sitcom about a teenager with a hook.
1: Yep.
0: Oh, and what a hook this one had. Yep. Yeah.
2: Fourteen year old Rodney Barnes just trying to make it through high school. There's just one thing about him. His hero was
1: Rodney Dangerfield. Whoa. That's amazing. So we have a kid named Rodney, and his hero is a guy who's also named Rodney. I know, right?
0: And also, if you look at this kid, he dresses like Rodney. He has the loosened tie, and then in one scene, he's wearing a back-to-school t-shirt, and his... Bedroom is decorated with Rodney Dangerfield movie posters and eight by tens of Rodney.
1: Yeah, I mean of that's
0: heroism you can't
2: buy. No, I'm like how, it's like how do you even? Uh, 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 my mind is, mom, my, my, this has got me shook
0: all of a sudden. Well, well, you see, I don't have Michael Jordan stuff in my bedroom at that time. And I'm sure Greg didn't have, well, he might have had Greg the Hammer Valentine stuff at that time, for all we know. <laughs> no,
1: I had, no, I had Greg Jeffries. That's oh, no, jeez.
0: Oh, boy. Let's stick with the original answer. Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> like, not
2: even Greg Jeffries has Greg Jeffries stuff, dude.
0: No, that is that is true. And, and Chico, I'm sure he didn't have Dino the Dinosaur stuff in his room. <laughs> Shame. I thought, you were, here, I thought you
2: were going to go for the obvious,
0: Dean Martin. Oh, uh, Okay. I th- oh, I was actually also thinking Chico Marx, Chico.
2: Or, or or Chico Marx, or Chico Bar- Oh actually Chico de Barge would be a little bit
0: too young. Uh, anyway, or Chico Escuela.
1: Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just thought about another person that would have probably have posters up. <laughs> Gregory Hines. Oh, jeez! You know what? I I totally see that. I would totally see yes. that. Yes, especially after he <laughs> he was inquisitive about why about Kermit and the Huggies and uh, the Muppets take, take Manhattan. Manhattan. yep,
0: By
2: the way, Gregory Hines, subject of future entry, The Gregory Hines Show. Yes.
0: So what about this 14-year-old kid?
2: Well, this pilot begins, as most pilots do when you're dealing with a 14-year-old, with his pants. Or, his feelings. Sorry. (laughs) Pants feelings. With his feelings about about a little girl. uh, A little girl. Uh, With his feelings about a girl in his class. He really wants to ask her out. And, of course, because this is uh middle school in nineteen ninety, she's a cheerleader. It begins with a kid and a girl and him wondering how am I supposed to talk to this girl? What would Rodney Dangerfield say? And then oh,
0: but before that, but before that, yes! they're in the classroom. Yes. And we gotta talk about Thea Vidal. Yes. Oh, yeah. Star yeah, start a future installment Thea, but also What's going on with her hair? Oh yeah!
2: Oh, she she paid premium for that. She paid premium for that hair.
0: Oh my gosh, that was true early '90s hair going on there. <clears throat> what could I
2: say? Tina Turner was still a thing on your radio in
1: 1990. But of course, Thea Videl were also turned up in future installment. <laughs> Thea Vidal as Shelton Benjamin's mama on WWE television.
2: Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, yep.
2: so so Thea, so Thea Vidal's a teacher, and uh, also in the classroom, by the way, Rodney Barnes, played by Jared Rushton, star of... What was Jared Rushton the star
1: of? You tell me, I don't know. Damn if I know. i'm sorry that that was a great reaction i mean the name sounds familiar but i know it does oh he was in big he was what what was he uh he was the kid in big he would hold hold up a sec hold up i got something even more oh i just realized because because he was in honey i shrunk the kids is ron thompson and there's also someone on this show who was also in honey i shrunk the kids I'm listening. Okay, I'll, I'll wait till we get we'll, till we get to it later. Because I but, also have something mind blowing about the mention.
2: But yeah, he was in a whole lot of nothing for, after 1990. But I think his biggest role to date was a three episode was a three episode stint on Roseanne as Chip Lang. I don't know who he is either.
0: But enough about him. Yeah. Dear Rodney, gosh, he's having girl problems, just like every teenager. And what does he do? He summons Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, what would Rodney do in this situation? And just sort of magically, whatever Rodney's doing, life stops around him. What? Well, yeah, we see him having dinner with this very, um, how would you phrase it? Uh, airheaded floozy. Yeah, that's good. That's good right there. Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) so you see Rodney getting a steak dinner, eating at a a steak uh, restaurant with this airheaded floozy. And suddenly he gets like this weird sensation and you see him starting to disappear off the screen. And, he appears in the school. You know, oddly enough, there's nobody in the hallway of the school. So it isn't like Rodney's like an apparition or like uh like Rodney the kid's conscience. He's there actually talking to the kid in the in an empty hallway, and he, he's giving the kid advice. And then as soon as he, he's done giving the kid advice, Rodney Dangerfield is gone. So we presume he
1: just went back to the restaurant.
0: We never see what happened to him. Uh, we're going to assume he went back to the restaurant, but also at the same time, you know, why isn't the the uh, airheaded floozy saying, "Where did you go? Did you go to the bathroom or something?" Yeah, we we have no closure in that regard, and we don't even know about the steak for heaven's
1: sakes. Yeah, how was the steak?
0: Well, well, he made jokes about it. You know, he he wanted uh, he talked about the steak being so bad there, or he didn't want the steak being so bad that he had to use a knife to cut through the gravy. Mm-hmm. And Oh yeah. And this pilot, at least when we see Rodney Dangerfield is just loaded with his one liners. I mean, he went through his back Rolodex of like the last, what, 20, 30 years pulling out like every joke he did, because you got to remember at this time, yeah, you know, Rodney was more of a movie star because the nightclub circuit of the 60s and 70s was dead.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, and also I should add, in our dear uh, young Rodney's locker, he has a big cutout head of Rodney Dangerfield in there.
2: Yeah, I'm the sorry, uh,
0: precursor this, to the fat head
2: of Rodney Dangerfield.
0: Yeah, this is getting, like, borderline obsessive. Yeah, I, I don't have, like, you know, anything that I like, I didn't have to that extent in my locker or around my bedroom. Uh, you know, maybe I'll have to, you know, maybe start investing in Malcolm posters or, or super train stuff or, you know, for the museum, wink, wink.
1: Uh, yeah, we gotta have to get that Superman Thanksgiving day balloon somehow.
0: That damn balloon.
2: Yeah. That balloon will never die. What can we say? Oh, oh, We, you know what? We haven't talked about Rodney's three friends. Because, you know, if you're a kid, in 1990, you yeah, gotta have friends that think you're crazy. You gotta have friends. All right, so we have uh,
1: Breck and Meyer. Wait, wait, Chico. Did you say Breck and Meyer of future entry? Married to the Kellys Yep And also future installments Inside Schwartz Oh Yeah And also In future installment as we mentioned A couple of episodes ago The Home Court
2: And also
0: Wait wait And also future installment that we mentioned a couple episodes ago Titan Maximum Oh, yeah. Oh, and we totally forgot about another entry. (laughs) No, yeah. Let's just like rack him up while we're here. (laughs) He was a kid on Child's Play back in 1982.
2: He was a kid on Child's Play back in 1982. And he was almost on another future installment, Coupling.
1: But he was was on the pilot. He was also on future installment, the Jackie Thomas show.
2: Oh God, we could do this all day,
1: but <laughs> we gotta get to the other.
2: We gotta get to the other two. We gotta get to the other two friends. The second one is Sean Deverich.
0: But I, I like have... doing the installments. We only had seven there. Holy seven. <laughs> only seven. Only <laughs> seven. Okay,
2: let's see if Sean Daversch was in any future installment. He was. Oh, future installment. Throb.
0: What? Yes, you're right. He was in Throb. <laughs> I thought it was Throb. I thought it was oh Throb.
2: my gosh. It's, it's it's an excuse to talk about Paul Walker's what it is. Actually, he he was the uh, person that Paul Walker originally played, if I'm not mistaken. Either he originally played him, or he was he was taken over by Paul Walker. One of those two.
0: And sadly, where's Rodney is the last entry for Sean Daverrit on IMDb.
1: Oh. He went out then, on a high note.
0: Ah, uh, yeah,
2: going out on a high note indeed. And then there's his third friend, Sonia, played by some lady named Soleil Moon
0: Fry. You mean the Soleil Moon Fry on future installment, the episode of Punky Brewster where they go to the NLCS? <laughs> yep. Only this is 1990, so uh, she's
2: um, she's starting to grow up, as it were. Yeah. Now we also have Rodney's family.
0: There's his mom, Ann Barnes, played by Jane Daly. Do you mean the Jane Daly who appeared on an episode of Future Installment Beverly Hills Buns? <laughs> somebody
2: said that somebody on this show was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids with Jared Rushton. Yes. Amy bit- Zielinski herself, Amy O'Neill, plays yeah.
1: his sister. Yes! And by the way, guys... This is not going to be the last time we talk about Amy O'Neill on this podcast, because in a couple of weeks, she's going to be a guest star in one of our installments. Episode 3 of Second Chance!
2: Oh, boy. <laughs>
1: Jesus! <Jeez.
2: laughs> Preview of coming events, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Oh, my God. I cannot wait until we get to Second Chance. That's gonna be That's going to be at least 90 minutes, damn it. Yes, Yes, it it will. will. That'll be me all the way. And finally, the dad, played by
0: Jay Thomas.
1: Oh, yes, Jay Thomas.
0: Yeah, he of the uh, going on Letterman almost every Christmas and relaying his story about Clayton Moore. Well, among other things, but oh my gosh, if you've never seen that, find it. That's hilarious. Jay Thomas is like, okay, what hasn't he done?
2: He's done, he did a lot, man. Jay Thomas did a lot. And he's trying to be the voice of reason in all of this. And, he, it, it, and it is a very polar opposite of both Rodney Barnes and Rodney Dangerfield.
0: You said, what has uh, Jay Thomas done?
2: What hasn't he done?
0: Well, I can tell you one thing he has done. He, he did Future Installment Inc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just throw out every single installment these people are on.
2: Yeah, I think we, I think we, I think we pretty much have all of that covered. Yeah.
0: Oh, I don't think we've covered what uh, installments <laughs> Randy Dangerfield's gonna be on. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh no. no! I'm
2: gonna stop you right there. We only have so much time.
0: <laughs>
2: you continue on while I research. Okay, so so we have this completely level-headed family with this manic son who obsesses ro- over Rodney Dangerfield,
0: and he's lo- and he's like the
2: polar opposite of his entire
0: family. Yeah, his family is reasonably normal.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they seem like a perfectly normal American family. It's just that it so happens their kid loves Rodney Dangerfield.
0: Yeah, it makes him a bit of a black sheep in the family. Yep. Uh-huh.
1: So we're heading to the commercial break, right?
0: Well, I've been
2: watching this, uh, this episode for a while now, and I've seen vi- a whole lot of classic 90s commercials. We have, what, the AT&T put-it-in-writing commercials. Dick
1: Tracy at McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That- I remember that contest they did back in the day.
0: Yeah, that Dick Tracy contest is no McMillions.
1: No. We get scammed out of not winning a million dollars. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yep. By
2: the way, McMillions, really good watch. I suggest it.
0: Oh, yes, that and the podcast.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's also a promo for a new summer hit that n b c has in the summer of nineteen ninety called uh Seinfeld. I don't think this show's gonna last guys
2: uh, I don't know. It's a show about nothing, man i mean how many how many episodes do you get a from a show about nothing?
1: yeah, but I mean it is co-created by this guy on the uh show Fridays uh Larry David, I think his name is. Wait, you mean Future Installment (laughs) Friday?
0: We got to talk about some more commercials. Yes! Okay. Okay, because uh, there's one commercial for Planter's Peanuts and doesn't have baby peanut. It has Mr. Peanut and it has a couple... Doing and oh, if this isn't timely in 1990, nothing is. The Lombada. Oh yeah. A no-touch Lombada using shadows.
1: Mike, do you think Mr. Peanut told stories about him doing the Lombada to Conan when he was on his show a while back?
0: <laughs> oh. Inside jokes are the best jokes. Oh, oh, and that's only in the first commercial break. <laughs> We haven't even gotten to the second commercial break. Uh as Rodney the Younger is stressing over the 14th birthday party.
1: Uh, oh, hold up. Yeah, we got a little promo slide that has the uh the station ID for where it's airing on, Mike. It's it's from your area. It is my area, WKYC. What would WKYC's news have been at the time, Mike? Good. Good? better
0: (laughs) i'm not a fan of of wkyc's news nowadays oh they're a tegna station and this is (laughs) tegna yeah they're a tegna station they've got the usa today colors and now their newscasts have different names what's going on what's new just give me the news i don't care what's going on what's new and yeah, they do that. Every single newscast. I hey I read F T V Live, I know what's up, all right? Yeah. More ways that TV's being
1: ruined. Oh hey, it's Lobster Fest. Lobster Fest, yeah. You can get a dollar ninety-nine kids' meal at Red Lobster right now. Well well, thirty years ago. Thirty years. Well, you can't go to Red Lobster nowadays, obviously.
0: Oh no, hold on. You've talked about the Seinfeld ad.
1: How did you miss the ad for Unsolved Mysteries that Wednesday? Oh, unfortunately, Mike, it's not the Unsolved Mysteries with the Magic Rock, which we'll cover in future installment, the WTF stories of Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, shit, that's like 20
0: episodes. That's like twenty installments we've covered. <laughs> so
2: can we spend more time on this episode talking about future episodes that we did on the on the uh,
0: actual show? Well, it's a twenty one minute pilot. What do you want it? And then the PSA for drug use or don't. Use I remember drugs. this
2: PSA. Yeah, this one's. It's classic. Yes, drugs are for suckers. Drugs
1: are for, for suckers, man.
2: Oh, don't you ever do drugs, man.
1: No. Otherwise, uh, Partnership for a Drug-Free America is going to be on your ass. All right, now the kids are getting ready to go to their, birth-
2: well, Rodney's birthday party. He's hoping, hoping beyond hope, that Cindy, our cheerleader, played by Dave of uh,
1: future installment, Uncle Buck... <laughs> wait, 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 which Uncle Buck? The 1990 version or the Mike Epps version? Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> so I'm gonna guess by the yes, you're meaning the Kevin Meany version.
0: Both,
2: yeah, I'm like, no, both of them. Well, she was in the Kevin Meany version, but we're gonna be covering both of them.
1: Yeah. Good.
2: Everybody's getting ready to go to Rodney's party. He's, well,. Rodney's pretty much Rodneying it up here. And his mom is giving Rodney a gift. Remember, this is a 14 year old child. He got a cowboy hat and a little cap
0: gun. What? Yeah, but to make it even worse, uh, his family wants him to put it on. And as he has it on, guess who walks in the door? Oh, hi, Cindy. Yeah, his crush, and oh, that was no. the moment his ego got crushed.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. That I, I don't want to be seen by my my crush in a, a, a with a cowboy hat and a cap gun on like I'm five years old. No. Well, so,
1: what does Sonya have to uh, follow that one up? She gives him a baseball glove. I wonder if she got that at Wrigley Field at the NLCS.
0: <laughs>
2: Jeez! Nailed it. Anyway, he's trying to get at Cindy. Meanwhile, everybody is in his way for some reason. Particularly
0: his grandparents.
1: Yeah, I know how it feels. Your grandparents are at your birthday party, and your crush is at your birthday party too. It's like a, it's like a potentially embarrassing situation for our friend Rodney right here.
0: Yeah, so you know what he does. He goes back to his bedroom, and he summons Rodney Dangerfield. Oh,
1: where's Rodney now? Oh, that's a great question.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah. One of the people he runs into,
2: Lisa's new boyfriend, Spit, who, because it's 1990, is a punk rocker. Is a pre-grunge punk rocker.
0: Yeah, he's a pre-grunge punk rocker, but also... He's a college student. I think uh, he's introduced or uh, he's mentioned to be like a med student. So he's a pre-grunge punk rock med student. There's a combination for you. Wow. So young Rodney goes to his bedroom and summons Rodney for assistance on what to do. Because Cindy is about to seal the deal here. Yeah. Yeah. But now, where is Rodney at this point? Rodney Dangerfield, that is? Where is Rodney? He's
1: fencing! What?! He's fencing?! He's He's fencing! Rodney Dangerfield is fencing?! Yeah! He's fencing. He's fencing! I would have never guessed that. Who would have thought that one of the the greatest comedians of our time was a big fan of fencing? I would have never guessed. So
0: Rodney got summoned, and he uh, was still in his fencing garb, his fencing attire. And he tells young Rodney, why don't you go on a double date with your grandparents? Yeah, Which just isn't it a-, a
2: bad idea.
0: Yeah, it isn't a bad idea. It, it, it sort of lessens the pressure on young Rodney. And going with his grandparents on the double date, You know, they've got a little experience because they've been around the block once or twice. So, Rodney the Younger actually goes with that idea. Hey, do you want to go on a double date with my grandparents? Oh, Rodney, that's a brilliant idea. That's his grandmother, not, not uh, the, the crush. <laughs> and, and yeah, and so it works out in the end. Oh, good. Before we
2: find out what happened on our double date, we have more commercials. Remember the time when the Looney Tunes were, in, were infiltrating Holiday Inn?
0: No. Yeah, you don't? Not really. No, not really. I totally remember that. That was so classic.
1: I'll, and then, tell, you th- I'll tell you this. Uh huh. That wasn't the best thing that involved the Looney Tunes in 1990. <laughs> because the best thing that involved the Looney Tunes in 1990 was future installment, Happy Birthday Bugs, 50 Looney Years. <laughs>
0: oh, jeez.
1: Okay. We also have a commercial for Nut and Honey Crunch.
0: Oh, those are popular back in the day. What you eating there? Nut, Nut and honey. honey. Yeah. No, I mean I see you eating something there. What are you eating? Nut and Nut Honey.
1: honey. <laughs> it was okay. done. It was done better in Men on Film. It really was.
0: There's one more ad we got to cover. Oh, we talking about Kodak and Kmart? <clears throat> yeah, we got to cover that. There's also an ad for Kodak 35 millimeter cameras, twenty nine ninety six. For what brand is that? That's oh, it's a Kodak camera at K- Kmart.
2: It K- yeah, you just said it was a Kodak camera at K- Kmart. Well,
0: there's Kodak film. I didn't know if it's
1: a Kodak camera. Two things Help. that'll never go away, guys: Kodak film and Kmart.
0: Well, one of them's on the brink. <laughs> Uh, okay so joke. we're back
1: uh, that's the joke
0: hey
2: mike yeah. that's the joke duly noted okay so we're back in the hallway we're getting the deets on the dates about i feel like andy cohen we're getting the deets on the dates. yeah 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 that'll be funny in about 25 years we're getting the deets on the dates and it looks like Cindy and Rodney are about to be middle school official when in comes Cindy with somebody else.
0: Oh, oh. That, 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 that seems like my middle school and high school years, like, every week. Oh, I got a crush on this girl, and then she walks by with the star football player. Not even the star football
2: player. It's some guy with a leather jacket and slick back hair. But you know
0: that, well that works for me too. It is always some
2: guy. And and we have one more shot with Rodney and Rodney. And he's like, hey, don't feel too bad. I'm happy when girls walk out on me. They're usually running. Oh. I tell you. I got no respect. No respect at all. And as
1: <laughs> Oh, hold up, I got a joke here. <laughs> Yeah, because just ask Rodney, because in 11 years he's going to be in a shower with two girls in the middle of some insane dream sequence by one of Vince McMahon's cameramen.
0: Oh, no. No. Greg, go to your room. (laughs) But wait, we already covered that in the XFL episode. Yeah, we did. That's the joke. Oh, geez, another one where I get that's the joke.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, hold up. We've got to talk about the credits. Because they have a voiceover, and then there's a promo for, like, the upcoming movie of the week with Gary Cole. So the voiceover over the uh, hip instrumental
2: of the theme music, which is still a bop, it's plugging the Hogan family and some movie starring Gary Cole and somebody else. I I don't Joanna know. Joanna it-
1: Kearns from Growing Pains.
2: Because it's Monday night in nineteen ninety and the made fours are popping. Yes.
1: The mo those she left behind. Monday no oh, it's later tonight on NBC. What am I talking about? Yeah. Oh my god, a heart wrenching drama with Gary Cole and Joanna Kearns right after you've seen <laughs> this pilot of Rodney Dangerfield. Amazing.
2: Indeed. Oh, and you know who was behind this whole thing? Aaron Spelling. Which you probably wouldn't know because it seems like everyone and their mother was (laughs) keeping their name off of this pilot. Don't understand why,
0: but there you go. Mm. You know, this could have had potential, but it was just taken the wrong way. Yeah. I, I don't like the whole, you know, summoning Rodney thing. And the thing is, unfortunately, the only other idea I had was already taken, and we talked about it in uh, earlier about the advertisements. I wonder if this might have been better if you went down the, the Seinfeld route, but then you'd be copying Seinfeld and, you know, oh, well, you're just a big phony. Okay, then. Well, plus also, you only get to see Rodney Dangerfield three times in the episode, you had him summoned for like a minute from the steak uh, restaurant. You had him summoned for like a minute from the fencing thing. And you have him at the end just like mysteriously come out of the back hallway uh, at the school and just say, oh, it's okay, kid. It's happened to me. So I was like, yeah. okay, the, the, the main character in your show appears for no more than three minutes. That, that I, that's... Think th- I think you
2: could argue that the main character was Rodney Barnes.
0: Well, but the, the focus, the title, it says, Where's Rodney? That's not saying, Where's Rodney Barnes? Where's Rodney Dangerfield? So I would say the title character is Rodney Dangerfield. Well, if you're listening out there, why don't you help us
2: settle this? I guess we'll put a poll up on our Twitter account. Who was Where's Rodney about? Rodney Who's, Dangerfield? who's the title character of Where's who's Rodney? The title of, who's the title character? of Where's Rodney?
0: Rodney Barnes or Rodney Dangerfield? And yes, I will put up that poll.
1: It'll be up until next week, and we'll do the results next week. Oh my god, yeah. We'll be anxiously awaiting the results of that. engagement,
0: Yes! Yeah, engaging our listeners. Because, you know, we, we, we don't do much outside of the occasional bonus little tweet or... Or random image on, on, on Instagram. So now you get to chime in. Yeah. www.twitter.com slash it was a thing on TV. But hey, we'll mention that later at the end of the show. Oh, wait, we're there. Hey, Chico. Where's Rodney?
2: We had Rodney Barnes, had Rodney Dangerfield. It had a lower middle class family with a teenager growing up with his friends and his obsessive compulsiveness with Rodney Dangerfield. It had a whole lot of what would come to be known as the 90s television, but in 1990, sadly, it was a thing on TV.
0: It was a thing on TV that preempted probably a reasonably good episode of "Alf, because Alf would have been airing its last season in summer in 1990 on Monday nights. Well, by then
2: it probably would have already ended because, again, it aired on in June eleven and the season would have ended in May.
0: Well, reruns. Okay, there
2: you go. Anywho, for more information about this episode and our past episodes, you can hop over to our website. It was a thing on tv.com. You'll find out more about the show, more about us, uh, all of our social feeds where we will post the poll question Who's Rodney, who's, where's Rodney about? That's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, we're going to get all five votes.
1: (laughs) Yes. And also, remember, every Wednesday, three of our episodes and our back catalog go up on the Place to Be Nation poppy. Oh, and I got, I got something to mention for you guys. Considering that this would be in the, the, uh, the fifth, because next week, the week we're recording this will be 48 through 50 this coming Wednesday, of the week we're recording this. So next week will be 51 through 53. So I figure I might as well get this out of the way right now, since this would be the end of the third episode in like two weeks. Uh, right now on the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed, one of me and one of my friends, Robert Silva, we did a top 10 of the uh, top 100 uh, matches of their greatest WWE matches on television poll. And we did a special... Uh, two-part podcast about it and the first part of it went up uh recently so if you want to listen to that go ahead and guys i gotta mention to you guys since i want to bring it up right now we discussed bruce hart on the podcast but sadly we did not bring up the west edmonton Moeller. <laughs> <laughs> that's for you robert o'connor
0: and, and, and that's gonna be on uh, a bonus outtakes episode eventually But that's enough for now. We got an episode coming up on Wednesday. Oh, this next one. If you thought Where's Rodney was bad or miscategorized or misdone, wait till Thursday. We got an episode which is, oh, this is a bad one. But we'll just keep it at that. Stick around uh, and suffer with us through that episode. Well, that's it for now. Thanks for listening and... Again, we'll be back with episode 54 this Thursday of It Was a Thing on TV.
1: Wow! No respect, I tell you.
0: Oh, I get no respect.
1: Where is Rodney?